All right, welcome to another edition of Jared Talk Sports. We are now on Apple Podcasts. You search Jared Talk Sports. It's actually still Jared and Katie in the Morning, Jared Talk Sports, but it's its own podcast, so you can find it. Subscribe to that one where it says Jared and Katie in the Morning dash Jared Talk Sports, and appreciate it. Get all the daily updates or whenever the podcast comes out. It's going to be a daily podcast here shortly. Let's recap week eight in the NFL. The picture is getting clearer and also more blurry at the same time. Teams that we thought, oh, this team looks like it's a contender are now kind of like, huh, scratching your head. And then other teams that look like they're dead in the water might actually be a playoff contender. Speaking of that, the New England Patriots, is it possible this team that looks so bad that were one in three at one point with the only win against the lowly Dolphins is this a team that's going to make the playoffs? And if so, can they make some noise in the playoffs? In the playoffs with a quarterback who doesn't make mistakes, for the most part, in Mac Jones, and then a tough defense. The Patriots always have a tough defense. And in the same game, we have a team that looked like they could maybe even play in the Super Bowl. The Chargers are coming back down to earth, now 4-3. and three, And really, their only good wins were against really terrible teams. The Washington football team, I believe the Giants and so forth. So, in one game, we have a team that's now looks like on the ascend with a close win against the Chargers, twenty-seven to twenty-four. I think the Patriots can make the playoffs, and they, if they do, and you're in the AFC, that's a messy team. You don't want to play. You don't want to get in a dogfight with the Patriots with Bill Belichick's experience, obviously, and a quarterback who doesn't make mistakes, and again, a stingy defense. Um, another team that, to me, with sneaky good win yesterday. Or you could say a Tom Brady loss, which you don't get to say very often. The New Orleans Saints, uh, Trevor Simeon, uh, I think. I mean, you don't want to see someone get hurt like Jameis Winston, but it's like this might be a blessing in disguise. You have Trevor Simeon, Taysom Hill is coming back from injury as well. Um, it looks like uh, Jameis Winston's going to be out for the year, and that's terrible. I've torn my ACL three times playing sports in my right knee, and it's a terrible, terrible injury. Even though you can come back a little bit quicker from it, in, in times past, it usually slows you down. You lose a step every time you have that injury. Uh, but it looks like the Saints, their defense played well. They turned Tom Brady over three times. Um, for some reason, Tom Brady doesn't play well against the Saints. So I don't want to overreact to this, except to say that the Saints now 5-2. and two. You know, they're basically a half game behind the Buccaneers. Um, now, last year, the Saints, with Drew Brees, boat raced the Buccaneers twice during the regular season and then the playoffs, they lost. So uh, we'll see what happens. But these are two teams that we'll see in the playoffs. And then the Cowboys without Dak Prescott, I don't know if it has more to say about the Cowboys or more uh, to say more about the Vikings who are at home playing against a backup quarterback, Cooper Rush. And Cooper Rush is going to outplay Kirk Cousins. I mean, that's, that's got to be embarrassing if you're a Vikings fan. that you had, This is a game that was almost a give-me game. I mean, you got a guy with no experience in a game against Kirk Cousins, who you know signed multiple large $60, $90 million contracts. So th that's going to hurt the Vikings, I mean, for their season. That was a win that could have cut them over the – start giving them some confidence, get them back in a winning track, and that was a uh, very disappointing loss. Kirk Cousins does not win big games. And that was a big game because the Cowboys um, is the game of the week type of thing, national TV, and – he just doesn't win big games. I, I'm a Washington football fan. When we had him, I hate to lose him. I'd rather have him, obviously, than Heineke right now. But he just can't win big games. He just doesn't have it in him. When the game is on the line and Kirk Cousins is your quarterback, 
you are in trouble. I think the biggest surprise from the weekend, the Jets. Is there a quarterback controversy in New York now with the Jets? Zach Wilson out for multiple weeks and have their backup. He's a rookie as well. I'm not even sure which round he's picked in, but late round pick. Uh, Matt White, I think is his name. I'm not even sure what his name is. Who is this guy? Comes in and throws for 400 yards and three touchdowns and beats a team that looks like a contender in the AFC in the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, he looked like a veteran. He looked poised. He didn't make the same uh, mistakes that Zach Wilson. And by the way, Zach Wilson's a great quarterback. I think he has a great future. But I think if you're the Jets and he continues, it's one game, but if he continues to have games like this and look better than Zach Wilson, I'm sorry. It's the NFL. You got to go with the guy that's hot. Um, and that's very surprising development, the Jets beating the Bengals. You know, if you're doing a pick'em league or you're, you know, some of you may gamble or whatever, that was like an easy pick. Pick the spread. Jets definitely going to lose to the Bengals with a backup quarterback, a backup rookie quarterback. It was a high-scoring game. It was an entertaining game. And the Bengals have to be just shaking their head like, what just happened to us with uh, Matt White? Uh, the Panthers' season still alive with a win over the Falcons. Sam Darnold, I don't know. I still, I don't know if it's the play calling. I don't know if they seem like they don't trust him. They're running the ball more than ever, and that's even with Christian McCaffrey out. But it just seems like a bizarre offense when you're watching it. You know, if you live, I live in North Carolina, and my wife's a Panthers fan. I support them, but I'm not. I'm a Redskins fan or a Washington football team fan. It, their offense is not fun to watch. It's just they have all these playmakers, and it's just they don't make plays, and they'll run the ball four or five times in a row and then punt. I mean, it's like. I don't know. It's just it doesn't seem like that LSU offense. I know it's a hard trans to translate to the pros, but there's a lot of hype with their offensive coordinator coming out of LSU, and I'm just not seeing it. Maybe because they're limited at quarterback. I'm not sure, but it just that's not that's not a fun offense to watch. But they're a season still alive. They're a borderline team, but I do think they'll just kind of stay at 500 for the year, or maybe a game below 500. I guess you can't be 500 in the NFL anymore with 17 games, so probably an eight and nine team. Falcons season is done. Dolphins season's done. 49ers, if they season's somewhat alive, there's many more games left, but didn't look really good against the Bears, who are struggling big time. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's an interesting week. You know, Eagles-Lions, that's a, two teams that won't make the playoffs. Lions are just dismal again. It's amazing how these franchises, how there's just some franchises that, unless they make major changes, they just are perpetually bad. Uh, Washington football team kind of, you know, trying to make some changes, but bad for a while for the most part. The Lions, bad. And then you have a team like uh, the Bengals that are starting to turn the corner a little bit. Notoriously cheap organization, but they had a really bad loss against the Jets. It's just crazy, you know, how, how important it is to have a good owner, a good GM, a good coach, and a good quarterback. Um, you can have those four. You're usually a pretty decent team. Other teams, Jaguars, obviously season over. Seahawks. Uh, if they can hold out till Russell Wilson, they can win a couple more games. Maybe, but that's going to be tough. The Broncos, 500. And look, let's be real. How many teams are playing well with a backup quarterback this year? None. Um, I mean, for multiple games. And so, as a Washington fan, I keep getting frustrated. And Heineke is doing the best he can. He was a fourth-string quarterback last year. And he's the Washington football team starter right now because of multiple injuries. And that's just like, why do I even watch the game? You know, it's like uh, their defense is playing a little bit better now, but who's winning with a four-string quarterback in the NFL? Who's winning with a backup consistently? It doesn't happen very often. Um, and then, again, 
Cowboys beating the Viking, Vikings, um, and they would have blown them out with Dak Prescott. But to still win without Dak, that's pretty impressive. And then obviously the Packers and Cardinals from Thursday night, both teams should should make a deep run in the playoffs. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Big story coming out of uh, today, or I was going to say yesterday, but today, this morning, Derrick Henry might be out for the season with a foot injury. He's having an MRI to uh, have the extent to show the extent of the injury. That changes everything in the AFC because the Titans look strong. They've been playing well. Um, they had an overtime win against the Colts. And with Derrick Henry not available, that's a problem. And I know that might sound like an understatement. And, you know, if you're a fantasy person and you have Tannehill maybe in one of these deep leagues, two quarterback leagues, like when I'm in, my wife has Tannehill. has been complaining about him all year because they have Derrick Henry. They never throw the ball. And I'm like, uh, you don't want Derrick Henry to get hurt. You don't want to see it. Plus, Derrick Henry is so fun to watch. I mean, the speed, the size, the power. He's like a, you're playing with a video game. Um, I think Beast Mode was given to Marshawn Lynch, and they should have saved that for Derrick Henry. I mean, he's super Beast Mode. I mean, it, so, but if he's out for the year, that really changed things for the Titans. Or will that help improve Julio Jones' stock, who's been injured, comes back, doesn't do much? Uh, their passing game, Ryan Tannehill will have to step up. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Injuries change everything in the NFL, and that's a big, big injury. And, of course, I guess if you go back to the Panthers, McCaffrey, so you have really the two best running backs in the NFL both out for extended periods of time, and that changes your offense. It changes the way you play. It changes your defensive schemes even because the way you're running your offense, your defense is on the field more, or you're going to try to slow the clock down and maybe run with uh, running backs that aren't that great. It's a big, big deal. All right, so what did we learn? What did we learn, of course, Chiefs-Giants tonight? Uh, what did we learn from week eight in NFL? I think we learned there's no clear favorite. I mean, right now, would you put money on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win? Maybe. I mean, their secondary's beat up. Um, Tom Brady had a Tom Brady game against the Saints, so I'm not going to overreact to that. I mean, in crunch time, playoff time, your money has to be on Tom Brady. But are they a clear favorite? With that defense, no. Saints, no. There might be running a backup quarterback, maybe a third-string quarterback at times. Cowboys with a healthy Dak, yes. A good defense, yes. Great receivers, they've really turned um, their team around from last year when Dak was out and, the, and then all the, the different acquisitions they have made on defense and the tremendous defensive play. Um, and then, I mean, they have so many playmakers, and with Dak in, they're just a totally different explosive team. Cowboys, clear favorite. There's issues with Dak Prescott. Can he stay healthy? Um, you know, there could be some surprise teams. The Rams look good. The Rams, maybe, if you had to pick a clear favorite, 7-1, and one, undefeated on the road. That bodes well. Able to put up big points. Now, they play the Texans, but, I mean, they're able to put up big points against quality teams. And um, they're relatively healthy, and their defense has playmakers. They have stars on defense. I know you have to have more than two high-name or high-profiled guys, but they have stars on defense. Um, other than that, Titans, Derrick Henry out. Bills, maybe. Um, they're a tough team. Defense looks pretty good, but it's also hard to know. They're playing in, um, the AFC East, you know, where you got you play the Dolphins and the Jets twice. So, I mean, that can kind of skew perception when you get four basically gimme wins. So, um, And then the Packers and Cardinals – both look good, but you got um, Kyler Murray as a young quarterback. Do you trust him? Against the Packers, they should have won that game. That second interception wasn't his fault. Um, 
<laughs> what a bizarre play. What a bizarre play um, against the Packers on Thursday night football. You got A.J. Green, who should know better. He thinks it's a running play with 14 seconds to go, 14 seconds to go and no timeouts. Everyone else on the opposite side of the field is, are running routes. And if he just turned around, they win the game. So I don't give that to Kyler Murray, but two picks. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Two picks in a big game at home against Green Bay. And then Green Bay, I don't know. Is their defense for real? Are they legit? Their defense seems decent. Of course, Aaron Rodgers, and they have a great running back, and they have a star wide receiver. Um, and so I think healthy and with home field advantage, they would be tough. But are they another trip to the NFC championship game and that's it? Or, or can they take it all the way? Can they go all the way? I don't know. I usually like to have a definitive answer, but I think I can't put my money on anybody. But if I was forced to put my money on somebody, I would say the Rams. The Rams have a rejuvenated Matthew Stafford, all sorts of weapons all over the place on offense. Weakness is that running back. That's concerning, but they've done well with plugging people in with Sony Michelle and others, and their defense is good. So if I had to put my money today with the roster the way it is without any major injuries, I'd have the Rams, as of this week, the favorites to win the Super Bowl. And coming out of the AFC, not sure. Not sure. I mean, I have no clue out of the AFC. I mean, I want to say the Bills, but I don't know. All right, so I think the NFL obviously answers more questions as time goes on. We've completed Chapter 2, my theory again. The, you know, the NFL is basically four chapters, and then that kind of writes the book. So the first chapter, sometimes we get really excited or we're like really depressed. We're like, oh, this isn't going well, and things can change quickly. And things have changed for a lot of teams. There were teams like the Panthers when the season started or the Chargers the first four games. were like, oh, look at this. Oh, they're going to do something this year. And we're like, no, probably won't make the playoffs. And there's other teams that started a little slow, like the Titans outside this injury with Derrick Henry. You take that out of it, started slow, like, oh, this is going to be a down year for them. And then they look like one of the teams to beat. And then the Rams have been consistent. That's one team, the Rams, have been consistent. Even the first game of the week, how many of us overreacted to Green Bay losing and looking really bad? Um, and then they've rattled off, what, seven wins in a row? So, chapter two, eight games in, chapter two has been written. A lot, of, a lot more to come. Chapter three is like kind of like where, where you know for a fact what your team is going to be. Are they going to make a run and make the playoffs or are they going to go the other way and just be, you know, another year of being disappointed as I am with the Washington football team where I've totally given up on them. They are done. They are done. And until they learn that you have to have a pro bowl caliber quarterback to win in this league. I mean, even going the season with Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is fun to watch and can put up big numbers. I mean, that was their answer. They couldn't pull off anything else. I just don't. I just don't understand it. Is Cam Newton that bad? <laughs> Maybe so. He's still not on any roster. I mean, Ron Rivera not picking up Cam Newton and picking Kyle Allen and having two chances to pick up Cam Newton before the Patriots and after the Patriots. Maybe there, he knows a lot more about Cam Newton than we do. But man, it seems like I'd rather have him than Heineke. I don't know, man. It's just it's frustrating. You know, as a fan, your favorite, whatever your favorite team is. They're not doing well. You just have all these questions about why is it this way. And the two teams I left out, but um, it wasn't on purpose, Steelers and Browns. The Browns, first chapter of this NFL season. Oh, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. They're a dumpster fire right now. OBJ career is over. When is the last time he played well? I know he's coming off an injury, but he's either oft injured 
or he hasn't played. He hasn't played well since he was in New York, and he's been a disaster for the Cleveland Browns as a distraction, and then also he just doesn't produce. Um, and then the Steelers, I think they're a tough out, but they're going to have these ugly 15-10 to 10 wins all season long. I mean, when I went to my – and I'm in a deep fantasy football league where you can start two quarterbacks so that most people have three, four quarterbacks on their, on their roster just in case. And Ben Roethlisberger is available as a free agent and no one wants him. I mean, that's pretty embarrassing. He's really falling off. It happens fast. It can, or it can happen fast in the NFL. All right, that's week eight, the NFL. We will uh, preview the upcoming games a little bit later in the week. If you have anything you want to discuss or if you want to be on the podcast, just email me, jared at 1075kzl.com. Also subscribe, Jared and Katie in the morning, Jared Talk Sports. Or just, or just put it, Jared Talk Sports. It'll come right up, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. And I appreciate you listening.